Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, the 12th of October, tomorrow. We're on the eve of a season. And despite expectations, despite Gaudreau, no Gaudreau, whatever, it's hockey season. And for that, you can hear the excitement in my voice. I'm feeling better. But you can hear the excitement in my voice, and I am ready. I enjoy the full 82, the grind of the full 82. I enjoy the home-and-homes with division teams like the Rangers. I enjoy back-to-back games on back-to-back nights. I enjoy Flyers After Dark on those West Coast 10 o'clock and 10.30 puck drops in L.A. and trips to Arizona and late-night trips to Vancouver or Calgary. I like the trips and the, the teams they play against like Toronto because of the history. The teams like Chicago because of the uniform. I am ready for the season. I am pumped for the season. And I'm going to find something to get out of it. And we're going to talk about your mindset going into the season in this episode. And it's going to be interesting conversation. Uh, we're going to go to Flyers Twitter and we're going to get some answers, which I think is always a good way to gauge where people are in the moment. But before we get to that, what I got to do is tell you about what's coming up tonight. It's episode four of The Standard. Now, The Standard, I think, is doing something to the fans that have been watching. It is, you know, whether you came into this season or this training camp being a guy that really lauded the hiring of John Tortorella, whether you're a guy that goes, okay, I'm a wait-and-see guy. We'll see what happens in regards to the hiring of John Tortorella. Or maybe you were a John Tortorella skeptic. But what I think it's done is it's peeled back the curtain a bit and let people inside to the way the man coaches. You know, one of the notions with Torts was always that he was set in his ways and he has not evolved. And I think one thing that you can see throughout this series with the standard is that he has evolved. He has changed the way he's coached from the time he began in 2000 with the Tampa Bay Lightning, through the Rangers stint, through the stint with the Vancouver Canucks, and certainly the stint with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's a guy that has taken inventory of his past mistakes, his past successes, the way he's dealt with players, the way he's coached players, and the way he will coach the Flyers. And I think we're getting a peek behind that curtain. Now, in this episode coming up tonight, you're going to see a sit-down with Torts as he dissects the training camp and the roster. He's going to be mic'd up for the preseason finale. You can hear what Torts has to say during a game. There may be an expletive or two believed in that in that part of the episode. You'll also get inside Chuck Fletcher and the hockey operations meetings uh, with the staff on the day that the rosters were due. Hear what those conversations have been like. Plus sit-downs with Flyers goaltending coach, and you've heard him here on this, uh, this podcast a number of times, Kim Dillabaugh and Sam Erson. So it's going to be a very interesting episode coming up tonight of The Standard, episode number four. And that will air tonight coming up at 8 o'clock on the Flyers YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out tonight as well. I think it's provided great insight. If you've missed any of the past episodes, you can also get them on the Flyers official YouTube page as well. But in this episode, the focus of our attention really is kind of going toward your mindset, your needs, what needs to come out of this season, your concerns. 
So I put out a tweet at Jason Mert on Twitter, and I said, for tomorrow's Flyers Daily with the final roster pretty much set for the Flyers season to start Thursday, what is your mindset heading into the season? What needs to come out of this season, and what concerns do you have? Also said, plus drop any questions, and I'll get to a bunch for tomorrow's podcast episode. Now we're going to get to a bunch in this one, and we're probably going to have a few more in tomorrow's episode because this got a huge response. So let's start with Hostage Joe, at Hostage Joe on Twitter. He said, for him, it's all about establishing a new foundation and identity under torts and determining which players fit and which don't as they move forward. Now, that's something that we've talked about quite a bit. That is a huge element for me, Joe, with this season. Matter of fact, Flyers fan 83 below him tweeted out an emoji of a woman pointing up saying this right here. So he is in agreement with Hostage Joe's feelings, concerns, and mindset heading into this season. Mike Barr tweeted in and said, they are most likely going to stink, but my biggest concern would be finishing just out of the playoffs, thus getting a pick out of the top 10 and still not being in the postseason party. I'd rather finish dead last and get a good top pick. In other words, instead of being a playoff bubble team. Um, I don't know what they're going to be. I don't know if they're going to stink. I don't know if they're going to be. See, to me, a team stinks if they go out and they lose a bunch and it's ugly and they don't put forth effort. It's a, it's about results. It is. I understand. But this year is about the standard, about them playing the right way, us starting to see signs that things are turning in the right direction with not only certain players, but also with the way they play the game, the execution in how they play, and how that accountability that we all know. One thing we know this season is there will be accountability. John Tortorella doesn't use those words because they're catchy or splashy in a sports sense. He uses them because they are his belief system, which he does not stray from. So that we do know going into the season. Johnny Walker Black tweeted in. Oh, nice to have Johnny Walker Black along for the ride. We may need you at times. He just said, I want John Tortorella to have a good time. Well, with some Johnny Walker Black, I'm sure he will. Uh, Kevin Ober tweeted in. He said, I want to see, I just want to see the team succeed, but every year it seems to get away from them. Last couple years, absolutely, Kevin has. It got away from them. It went sideways in the year after the bubble playoffs in that what was the 2021 season and that month of March, which was utterly miserable. And then last year it happened again. And I think for slightly different reasons, but it's back-to-back seasons where it got away from them considerably. They need to not let it get away from them this year, and they need to be working towards something the entire year. Spider 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 28 tweets in and says, I'm not expecting them to do well in the standings, but I'm expecting big leaps from a lot of our young players. If guys like Frost, Allison, Tippett, etc. can grow, Tortorella and help develop the start of a new core, I think we'll be in a much better position this time next year. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good mindset to come in with. I'm not expecting a ton in the standings either, but I am expecting some young guys like Frost, Allison, Tippett, Cam York, if he comes up eventually, and others, to 
take big leaps in their game at the NHL level. Are all of them going to do that? That's unlikely. If three of four do that or four of six do that, then you're in a good situation. And you know. we Then we would know. All right, these are the guys that you can move forward with and are valuable pieces of the team moving forward, and these other guys aren't. And that's okay. Not every guy has to work out. Not every guy will work out. Same thing with that middle-aged core. That we got to find out some answers there as well on what players are at this time and what they're going to be with this team. And if, hey, if, again, two of the four or three of the five work out, then we know which ones you can move forward with and you can know which ones aren't part of the solution. Uh, Dr. Stone Cold Sunner at Truth Happens 316 says very little concern, mostly because I don't expect anything and partially because I trust Torts to do what is needed to find the pieces that should stay on the roster moving forward. Want to see young guys take the ice time that is now free and if the captain is on this team. Great, great response. Um, yeah, concern's a weird word. Concern is when you're you have concerns about losing something that you have. But going in, hey, I don't have high expectations, and I'm going to enjoy the ride. And very much like Dr. Stone Cold Stunner, I do have a lot of trust in Torts. You guys know how I feel about Torts. I've been stumping for this guy back to when I was on the radio in the early 2000s. He's a guy that I always thought would make sense here. And now that he's here, I'm obviously, hey, pretty excited about that. And I do have trust in him. And I think the the last thing he said was really interesting. Want to see the young guys take the ice time that is now free, but this part. And if the captain is on this team right now, is the next captain on this team? Well, Sean Couturier, to me, would be a logical guy to be the next captain, but he is injured right now. Is it Kevin Hayes? Is it Scott Lawton? Who is the next captain? Or has that player not either been acquired, drafted, or put here yet? That's a really interesting question coming off the longest tenured captain in Claude Giroux in franchise history. Um, Josh White tweets in and he says, where do you think Tort's mind's at for this season? It seems to me that he knows it's a building season, hence why he said he wants York to play once we're a, quote, winning team. Want to get your thoughts on if Tort's wants to win this year or focus more on building up with the young guys? I think Tort's, I think everybody always wants to win. And Tort's is not going to coach not to win because he, he holds everybody accountable and holds everybody to a standard. But there's a difference between wanting to win and having the horses to win. And there's going to be some hard lessons along the way for some young guys. Cam Yorker is already experiencing one now being sent down. Are there other guys that are going to go through hard lessons? Yes. They're going to be young guys, you know, relatively new to the NHL that are going to go through some hard lessons? Absolutely. Are there going to be some guys in that middle-aged range, the Konechny, Provorov, Sanheim, that age range that are going to go through some periods of hard lessons? Yes. Are there veterans that are going to go through periods of hard lessons? Yes. Are there guys that make a lot of money going to go through hard lessons? Yes. Are there guys that don't make much money going to go through hard lessons and everywhere in between? Yes. Because everybody is held accountable. Not everybody is held to the same level of production, but they're all held accountable to the same standard, and that's to play the right way 
be a pro, and do the things that you need to do that you can control to be ready to go every day. Uh, Let's get to the last one for this episode. Miguel Dante tweets in. He says, I agree that we finally have a realistic voice on the situations. Torts, that speaks of accountability, hard work, mental toughness. This season should be the beginning of the path to build a solid competitive team to identify with the city and for the kids to develop in it. Perfectly said. There's not much for me to add there, Miguel. I think that's just really well said. You know, this city does have an expectation on the way to play. It's just the way it is. It may be corny, like, hey, the team needs to match the blue-collar identity of the city. Okay, it doesn't need to, but it sure helps a lot if it does. And it doesn't need to if it's winning. But if it's not winning, it better work hard. Because this P- this fan base in this city, you're not going to get by without, without working hard. You're not, not, not going to have the respect of the fans if you expect to get their adulation, their interest, their emotional well-being wrapped up if you're not going to give them at least that because you can control that. All right, one more. Let's go to South of Kevin. Not South of Heaven, one of my favorite Slayer songs, but South of Kevin. He said, while hockey is back and I'm kind of excited for the new season, I said, I can't say I'm excited or expecting much from this team. With Adder Zamula on the roster as of now, are they fighting for that third pair spot we thought was going to go to York, or is it just cap shuffling? I don't think there's cap shuffling there. They were sent down and brought back up, and there was some paper transactions while they put Ryan Ellis on LTIR. Um, I think that absolutely those two are fighting for third pair. And, you know, Adder's a right side guy, so the, the player under threat there is Justin Braun. And the player... I guess technically under threat from Igor Zamula is NCAM York is Nick Sealer, who looks like he may start the season in that position. I wouldn't be stunned if they started Igor Zamula there. I don't think it's likely, but I wouldn't be stunned by it. He's a player they like. And you heard Igor last week on the podcast. Um, he's a guy that is down to work hard. What do we know about this coach? He likes guys that are willing to do everything they can to earn it. All right, remember to check out the standard episode for tonight at 8 o'clock on the Flyers YouTube channel. Before then, if you've missed any episodes, make sure you check those out. Uh, A lot of uh, great stuff with Torts being mic'd up on the bench in the final preseason game, a sit-down with Torts, and much more as the rosters were firmed up and in place. Game day tomorrow. It'll be the Flyers opener tomorrow against the Devils. It all starts for real. Everybody, enjoy your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a game day edition. Yes. A Flyers Daily.